Today's daf, today's daf is daf Zion. Uh, we pick up on the second line. We're up to Tonu Rabbanon. The rabbis learned, and so should we. Two lines from the top of the Amud. All right. Here we go. We're continuing on this topic of the time frame that somebody has to pay off their pledges, vows, so on and so forth. Tonu Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, so should we. Becha Benisan, Rosh Hashanah, Lechadoshim. Rosh Chodesh Nisan is the beginning of a new year as far as how we start to count months. Le'iburim, it's also the start of the new year as far as deciding whether this is going to be a leap year. Ulitruma Shkolem, and for separating Shkolem, okay, the Karbonis that are, um, the, the Shkolem that are collected for the Karbonis to base HaMikdash. That new year starts from Meshchidesh Nisan. And some people say it even applies to Shiros Botem for the renting of homes. We'll get there on Daf Zayinam. We'll get into a conversation about what happens if somebody says, I'm renting this home to you for this year. When does this year end? Okay? So at this point, just keep in mind if, if, According to Pashup Shat, if you say this year, Reish Chodesh Nisan is the new this year, every year. Okay. Let's go through each of these statements. Again, statement number one was that Reish Chodesh Nisan is Rosh Hashanah for months, for Rosh Hashanah for um, uh, leap years, Rosh Hashanah for Truma of the Shkalim, okay, that you use the Shkalim to purchase new Karbanais. And Aflis Chiras Batim, even for the rental of homes. Now, the Gemara is going to go get into each one. Here we go. L'chadashim and how do we know that Reish Chedesh Nisan is the new year for counting months? So listen to this. We're going to have a, a number of proofs. All right? A number of proofs. The first attempt, though, is going to be knocked off. But let's go for it. L'chadashim and how do you know that you start with Nisan? When you count the months, this month is the beginning of all the months. It's the first for all the months of the year. Speak to Klaisol. On the 10th day of Nisan of this month, each man should take a Korban Pesach. And you should watch that Korban Pesach for four days. And you shecht it, uksiv, and it says, Shomer is chedesh aviv. You should protect and watch over the month of the aviv, where the produce becomes ripe. Yezu chedesh yesh aviv. Which month does the produce become ripe? Have aimer zanisan v'kari leirishan. So we're, all these psukim are obviously referring to nisan. All these psukim that we just mentioned. This month is the month of the year. Which month? Oh, well, we'll see. The chedesh aviv month. Yeah, the, the month of the ripening. Ah, which month do things ripen? Nisan. Nisan is the month when most things ripen. Says the Gemara, fine. Very nice. So we're understanding that when the Torah says, this is the first of the months, for all the months of the year, it's going to be Nisan. Why? Because the Torah says the months that things ripen. Fine. Ask the Gemara, not everything ripens in Nisan. Maybe it's the month after Nisan. Some produce ripens then. Maybe you start counting the beginning of the year and year. Gemara says, "Be'ina aviv uh, vileka." Aviv means the beginning of the ripening. 
Says the Gemara, okay, so then I'll ask you the question from the other end. Some things ripen before Nisan, even in Adar. And if it's the beginning of the ripening, why don't we say that the first month, when you count months of the year, is Adar? Because that's when fruits first start to ripen. So the Gemara says, Granted, some things ripen in Adar, but most things ripen in Nisan. Says the Gemara, okay, very nice, but it doesn't say most things ripen. It just says, Chaydash the month where there's ripening. Midi rive aviv Does it say you need rive of ripening happening in that month? No. So we're back to our question. According to this proof, potential proof, attempted proof, that all these psukim are referring to Nisan because it's the month of the aviv, the month of the ripening, maybe it's other. Things start to ripen in other. So here we go. We're going to get into a number of answers now, how we know that Nisan is the first of all the months. Let's go. First of all, you can learn it out from the following Pasuk. But on the 15th day of the seventh month, when you gather in the, the grain of your land, when do we gather in? You know when that is? Have I met that Tishrei? We know for sure that's Tishrei, right? The Kakari Shvi. And Tishrei, the Torah says, when Sukkis, on the 15th day of the seventh month. Tishrei is the seventh month from when? Nisan. Nisan ER Sivan Tamos of Elo Tishrei. Tishrei is the seventh month. So if we're counting Tishrei, as the seventh month, it must be that when you count months, you're starting from Nisan. Says the Gemara of Ema Marcheshvan. Not everything is gathered in the Tishrei. Maybe it's Cheshvan, the month we're in right now. Umay Shvi. And what's the seventh month? It means Shvi Liar. Maybe it's the seventh month from the month of Iyar. Not the, it's not that Tishrei is the seventh month from Nisan. Maybe Cheshvan is the seventh month from Iyar. Gemara says, Be'inon Asif Veleka. We don't gather in Marcheshra, we gather in Tishrei. Maybe it's seventh month from Adar. Same back and forth. We need Rive. Does it say that you need to be, that Yantav Sukkis is when Rive of the gathering, 15th day of the month when Rive of the gathering happens? It doesn't say that. Even though you don't have explicit pasuk in the Torah teaching me that the months are counted from Nisan, we know it from Kabbalah. We know it from Navi. How so? Because the pasuk in Navi says, The 24th day of the Ashtay Asr, of the 11th month, which is Shvat. Shvat is 11 months from Nisan. Nisan, Iyar, Sivan, Tammuz of Elul, Tishri, Cheshvan, Kislev, Tevis, Shvat. Right? So if you're calling Shvat the 11th month, it must be I'm starting the counting of months from Nisan. Okay. So the bottom line is that, that is going to be reason number one, proof number one, that we know that when you count months, you start from Nisan is going to be from this Pasuk in Zechariah, from Navi. Okay. Now the, the Gemara is going to, um, going to continue. 
and say more rayas, more proofs that you start counting from Nisan. Esther was taken to Achishverish, to his palace. In the 10th month, which is the month of Tevis. And Tevis is the 10th month from Nisan. Beautiful. has another proof. They start counting months from Nisan. The fourth day of the ninth month, which is Kislev. Kislev is the ninth month from which month? Nisan. is another proof. From Navi. The third month is Sivan. Nisan ER Sivan, right? So if Sivan is the third month, that means we're starting to count from Nisan. Ravashi Yomar Mehachar. Ravashi has another proof that you start counting months from Nisan. Hipilpur, Hu Agaira, Lefnei Haman, Miyayim Liyayim, Umichaydish Lechaydish, Name Asar, Hu Chaydish Adar. What's the 12th month of the year? What does it say in Megillah's Esther? Adar. Adar is the 12th month from which month? Nisan. If you start counting Nisan, then Adar is the 12th month. Boom. That's another proof that when you count months, you start from Nisan. Or you could say on different proof from here, the first month, which is Nisan. Says the Gemara, whoa, 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 whoa. Pause. If you're going to bring me a Pasuk that says the first month is Nisan, why are, you, why are we quoting a bunch of other Pesukim that I need to do the math on. Again, what are we trying to say? Nisan's the first month. How do we know? Says the Gemara, oh, because one Pasuk says that Tevis is the tenth month. Another Pasuk says that Er is the third month. One second, ask the Gemara, but we have an explicit Pasuk telling me Nisan's the first month. This is the clearest Pasuk. Straight up. You start counting from Nisan. Why you bring any of the other Pasukim? Says the Gemara, Doma, my Risha, and Risha, and the mill say, because we would say that when do you, the reason why we're counting at the first month doesn't necessarily mean to start counting all the months from then, but maybe it means in, from that story of Purim, that's uh, according to the, the um, storyline of Purim. So um, Haman decided to, uh, to have the vote, and he started from Nisan. Oh, maybe I'll destroy the the, the Yisrael and Nisan. No, Nisan's no good. Er, no, that's what he started. With. But doesn't it won't necessarily mean that we start counting from uh, Nisan that it's the first month. It could be that what Haman did is start from Nisan, but it's not a proof to us. And therefore, we bring down the other psukim. Okay. Bottom line, what are we walking away with? The Mishnah had said, when you count months of the year. What month do you start with? Nisan. That's clear. We brought various proofs, and we're sticking to that. Nisan is the first of all counting. Okay. Now, Vitana di Dun. And our Tana. Okay? Our Tana. Bishanim Kamairi. He was talking about years... He's not talking about months. Okay? Now, let's look back over here. In the very beginning of the Mesechta, we said that Reish Nisan is the month for kings and regalim. 
for festivals. We're now saying that Nisan is also the new year for counting months. Why didn't Artana list this in the Mishnah? The Mishnah should have started the first day of Nisan is Rosh Hashanah Lemalachim, Villaragalim, Villachadashim. The Bryce is where we learn out that you start counting from Nisan. Why did the Tana in our Mishnah leave it out though? If you look back at that Bezam and Aleph, our Tana doesn't mention it. Why not? Answers the Gemara because he's dealing with Rosh Hashanah as far as years is concerned. He's not talking about a Rosh Hashanah as far as counting of months. He's just, he's not going to disagree necessarily. It's just not his conversation. Fine. Period. Good. Uli Burin. We said in the Mishnah that, Rosh Hash- that Nisan is, we said in the Brisa, I'm sorry, not the Mishnah. We said in the Brisa that Nisan is the new year for making a leap, a Jewish leap year for adding a month. Says the Gemara, one second. The Ibura Minisa Minyana, do you start start establishing an, a leap year from Nisan? The time of the Brisa in Mavrashan Lefne Roshan Allah to make a leap year before uh before the Rosh Hashanah. Okay. The Imibura in a Mubaras. And if they did it, it's not a leap year. I'm sorry. We're talking about Rosh Hashanah of that year, by the way. Okay. You're not allowed to establish a year. And I'm going to make two Adars before Rosh Hashanah of that year. Afterwards, okay. Aval, but, let's say there was a particular need for Bezdin to do it before Rosh Hashanah. So then you should do it immediately after Rosh Hashanah. Even so, the only extra month um, is added to Adar. Okay? You can't make a Marcheshvan uh, Aleph and a Marcheshvan base. If you have to add a month to the year, you can't make two Marcheshvans. The only thing you could do is make two others. The bottom line is, for our question, is that we see that you do not establish, and it's not ideal, you're not supposed to establish a leap year, um, uh, you're not supposed to establish a leap year in Nisan. It's not the proper time. Amar of Nachmar Yitzchak, Nachmar Yitzchak says, my Iburin, what does it mean, Iburin? What does it mean, a leap year? Hafsakas Iburin. All right? That the, Hafsaka mean the break of a leap year. What does that mean? So let's explain inside the Tanan. We learned in a Mishnah. Hein heidu shem armashana kolador. If they testify that, they testified that you're allowed to add an Adar during Adar. Because there were those who said you can only make a leap year until Purim. So they gave testimony you're allowed to do it throughout the rest of Adar. My time with Mandamar Adar Purim. First of all, what's the reason that you have to make, according to the opinion, you need to make a leap year before Purim? Kiva Damar Since the Tana taught us, that you have to start learning Hilkas Pesach 30 days prior. If you don't make a leap year before Purim, People come to be mezalzel in the laws of chametz because what's going to happen is is they're going to start learning their halachas too early. If you don't make, if you wait to make a leap year, people start learning halachas, and then you're going to extend the year. So now Pesach is going to be forty-five days. Um, uh, I'm sorry, sixty days. 
after Purim, and people are already going to have learned halachas, and they're not going to be careful. They're already starting having for, forgotten. The other opinion is, People know, people will know that, you know, even though we're starting to learn halachas, we're just assuming it won't be a leap year. They'll see that the Rabbanu just didn't fa- finish making the calculations, but they're not going to start treating it fully as if, um, you know, as if uh, Pesach's coming and, and uh, you know, pass on being careful with the halachas. But the Tana of our Brisa, uh, and, and I'm sorry, the, um, the Tana of our Mishnah that leaves out the Nisan from being Me'ubarim is Bahaschala Kamairi. He'll say, when he says that Nisan is um, the beginning, looking back at the phase of Aleph again, right? Rosh Chedesh Nisan was Rosh for Malachim and for Regalim. And he doesn't talk about, he doesn't talk about anything else. He's talking about Bahaschala, beginnings, Bafsaka like Kamairi. He's not dealing with ends, how to make the, the end of the year into a leap year. Maybe he'll actually agree, but that's not his topic of conversation. Period end of that Gemara and that explanation of the Mishnah, okay? So let's just give a quick recap. What did we just learn? The Gemara started out by quoting the Brisa. The Brisa says that Nisan is the Rosh Hashanah um, for, um, for making a leap year. The Gemara asked the question, ah, you're not allowed to make a leap year during Nisan. And the Gemara answers that um, the Gemara answers that you are permitted to make a leap year to Adars. Okay, once Nisan starts, you then it's ready. It's already uh, too late, right? It's ready the next year. You can't establish a second Adar once Nisan starts. However, as far as our Mishnah quoting the same idea as the Brisa of Rosh Chodesh Nisan being Mu'ubarin for, uh, uh, being Roshana for the leap year, that may hold true. We don't know. We don't know not. But our, our Tana is still not mentioning that because when you make a leap year, you're not deciding the start. You're deciding when the year is going to end. You're deciding when the last year is going to end. Is there going to be an other base or not? And that type of Rosh Hashanah, that type of situation, our Tana and our Mishnah wasn't dealing with. Bottom line, we don't know what Artana would say, whether to call whether to call Rosh Chodesh Nisan or Roshana for Ibur. Okay, fine. Then the Brisa said, the Brisa says that Nisan is a Rosh Hashanah for Truma Shkolim, separating the Shkolim. Okay, what what did we mean as far as separating the Shkolim, as far as which halacha? So we know that during Nisan, right, everybody would give. Previously, a machzis hashekel, the half shekel, and every nisan, um, the treasury of the Beis Hamikdash would separate funds that were donated specifically for the next year and start buying carbonus for the next year. True mashkalim is when were those funds separated? Rosh nisan. Okay. Menola. How do you know that the new funds for the Karbanais are separated on Reish Chedesh Nisa? Omar of Yeshia. Rabbi Yeshia says, Omar Kra, Shtetan Pasuk, 
This is the oila of the chaydesh. Okay, referring to Rish chaydesh chodesh yashana for the months of the year. Amr Torah, the Torah says chadesh. Make it fresh, make it new. Vahavi karbon mitrumachadasha, and bring your karbon from the new money. Vigamri shana shana minisa. And how do we know that month is referring to Nisan? Gzera Shava, Dechsev, because it says about Nisan, Rishain Hu Lachem Hashana. It's the first of the month for the months of the year. Since we find the word Shana by Nisan, okay? So you see that from the from Rish Chaydesh, Gzera Shava, Rish Chaydesh to Nisan, see from, you see from Rish Chaydesh, Nisan, and onwards, you start using the new money. I believe Marshana Shana mi Tishrei. The Chesiv may reishes Hashana. By Tishrei also it says the word Hashana. So maybe that you start taking the new money from Rishchidesh Tishrei, not Rishchidesh Nisan. So Gemara says, "Done in Shana Sheishim Machadoshim, Shana Sheishim Machadoshim, Done in Shana Sheishim Machadoshim, Shana Sheishim Machadoshim." Since by Nisan it says Rishchid Hu Lachem Lachadshe Hashana, and by Rishchidesh it says Zayisel As Chidesh Bechadshe Lachadshe Hashana. Both of those verses are talking about months. So we're going to take a Pasuk which mentions months and years, which is referring to Nisan, as opposed to taking Tishrei, which only mentions Shana. Okay. Amar, Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel. Rabbi Yehuda says in the name of Shmuel, Karbanes Nisan. If you have communal Karbanes, that are brought on Rish Chedesh Nisan. So it's Mamish, the first day of the new funds. Mitzvah Lavi Menachadash. The proper way to do it is to use new money. If you have brought older money, the Karbanas are still valid. Allah Shechisar Mitzvah. You just didn't do it right. Tanam Yachli learned to buy similarly Karbanas Sivar Abom Bechav Nisan, Karbanas Sivar that are brought on the first day of Nisan. Mitzvah Lavi Menachadash. There's a mitzvah to bring it from the new money. But if you borrow from the old money, you still, it's okay. You didn't do it right. What about, interesting case, ready? But we actually had this uh, earlier. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll be remembered. We mentioned this, this b'risa. What if you have an individual who donates money for the public karbanas? So then, k'sherim bovad shimshleim l'tzibur. You can also use that money as long as that money was given over. Now it belongs to the congregation. Says the Gemara, of course it has to belong to the congregation. We're dealing with a communal offering, right? Pshita. One says, Ma'utema, no, I would have thought to say, Lechosh, we should be concerned. Shemala Yimsurim Litzibur Yafi Yafi. We turn to the top of Ahmed Bez, that maybe, um, you know, he doesn't really have full blown das to give it completely over to the Tibur. And, you know, we want to make sure it's mamish owned by Klal Yisrael. It's not owned by the individual. Kamash that we don't need to be concerned about that. But Tana Didan, what about the Tana of our Mishnah? Same question we asked by the other two. Our Mishnah says that Nisan is Rosh Hashanah for two things. What's Nisan Rosh Hashanah for? We said for kings and for uh, documents, right? What did we say in our Mishnah? Beginning of the Nesechta. I'm sorry, for Regalim. Right, we said that Nisan is the new year for Malachim and Regalim, for kings on documents and for Yom Tevim. Why didn't he mention Rosh Hashanah being the new year for communal funds, for Karbanas? Why'd he leave that out? Answer the Gemara, Kibbutz Diktonium, Hevi Yatsa, since it's not Ma'akev, 
right? Right? If you, if you use the old money, you still fulfill the obligation, Leipzig alay. So you're not going to say this as a psak. It's a psak. It's a rashana for the new money. No, it's not really a psak. Because if you ended up using the old money, it also would be valid. So therefore, he didn't mention it. He was giving, when he says that it's rashana for kings and for regalim, as far as halacha, mamish, bottom line halacha, it's important to know that. But anything that's not mamish, bottom line halacha, so he didn't mention, period, two dots, Kavaldik, clear. We're now three lines from the top of Daf Zayin Amud Beis. Okay. Now we get on to the next halacha of the Brisa, and this is a fascinating halacha. Fascinating situation. Listen closely. Here we go. The Brisa said, Yesh Aimrim, some say, Af some say that Nisan is a new year when it comes to home rentals. What are we talking about? So listen to this. It's a very, very interesting situation. Tanur Rabban of the rabbis learned that socially. Hamaschir bayis lechaveroi l'shon. I rent a house from you for the year. Maina shneim asar chaydash miyam liyam. If I take out, I say I'm renting this house for a year, how long do I have? 12 months. Make sense? 12 months, you're renting it for a year, it's 12 months. However, the Im Amar, let's say the landlord says to me, I'm renting this to you, Lishana Zoo, for this year. Not for a year, for this year. Even if we were talking on Reish Chaydash Adar, once 30 days later hits and it's Reish Chaydash Nisan, also Leishon, my year is up. When a landlord says, I'm renting it to you for this year, this year is over Nisan. That's the halacha. When the Brisa says, Af l'schirus even for renting a home, Rosh Chedesh Nisan is a new year. Means, in a scenario where the owner says to the renter, for this year, that year, whatever, whatever, whatever time frame it is, that year's up once you hit Rosh Chedesh Nisan. Says the Gemara, and even according to the Amr who says that one day in a year is called a year, Shani Hacha. Here is different. Period. All right. Gemara is asking a very basic thing. The Brisa, how do we explain this? The Brisa says, if it's Reish Adar, and the owner says, I'm renting it for this year, so I only have 30 days. Why didn't the Brisa say, if I rent it the last day of Adar? What would be the halacha? Listen closely. Interesting. What would be the halacha if on the last day of Adar I rent a house and the landlord says, I'll rent it for you for this year? Do I, is he, could he kick me out tomorrow? No. Could he? Could he kick Yeah, could he? So according to what we're saying, we should say, yeah, tomorrow is next year. Says the Gemara, no, he can't. Because we have a 
we'll call it a chazaka, a established status. People don't rent things out and go through the difficulty of all that paperwork for any rental that's less than 30 days. And therefore, anybody, anytime you rent a home, even if the landlord says, I'm renting it for this year, you automatically have 30 days. Automatic. You can never be kicked out in less than 30 days. Even if Rosh Chodesh Nisan hits. Okay? Fine. Says the Gemara, Ve'ema Tishrei. Why don't we say Rosh Hashanah for rentals is Tishrei? Why are we saying it's a new year as far as Nisan? When Nisan comes, that's the new year. Well, maybe it's Tishrei. That's Rosh Hashanah, right? So what's says, Stam ki agar inish beisa lekulu yomais keshamim agar. You hear this? Very interesting. People used to rent homes not to show off and not for anything glamorous. They rented homes very practical to protect themselves from the elements. Says the Gemara, when somebody's going to rent a home near Tishrei, that's right before the winter. Right? Roshana, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, boom, it starts raining. Okay? So you have to assume when it comes to Tishrei, when people rent homes, you, the automatic chazaka, automatic assumption is, they for sure need this through the winter. And therefore there's no room to say, oh, it must be that, you know, I could kick them out right before winter starts. No, people don't rent it for the summer. Okay? And the Tanakama of our Mishnah, who leaves, who doesn't count rental homes as being one of the things that Nisan is a Rosh Hashanah for, is because they say that, you know what, even in Nisan it could keep raining, and there's no reason to assume that, um, uh, there's no reason to assume that when somebody rents their home in Adar, they would agree to be kicked out by Nisan, and they're going to say that the year does not end. If, even if you say this year, that year does not end by Nisan, you have to assume that the person, the renter, uh, planned on staying in that home even longer. Period. Okay. But look, look, so you're talking about if he, if he rented in Tishrei, then, then how long is he staying there? So the Tanakam of this Brisa says that when you rent it in Tishrei, you have to assume they want it until Nisan. Nisan? Yeah. That's six months rental. Yeah. Our Tana is going to say, you have to assume they want it even past Nisan. Because in Pesach, it's still the spring. still rains a lot. It's, it could still rain in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, you have to wait a little longer. That's what our Tana is going to say. Our Tana will hold that Nisan, you actually cannot kick out uh, somebody based upon that understanding. Okay. Weiter in the Gemara. The first day of Elul is Roshana for Miser of Animals. Okay? And remember when we learned the Mishnah, how do we explain this? Every year, you have to Miser your new animals. How do I know the grouping process? I can't Miser, right? I have to count, let's say I have 100 animals. 
over what amount of, so I'll need to give 10 animals, but over what amount of time? So the Mishnah had said that on the first day of Elul, you restart your whole Miser counting. Anything born from Elul till Elul, if you have a thousand animals born within that, that time span, you give a hundred to Miser. Okay? As long as they're born within that same day. Money. Who's the time of our Mishra? Mayor, the time of the Mishra, Mayor, and Mayor says, Bechabel, Roshan, Maiser Behema. The first day of El is Roshan for Maiser Behema, Regala, money. And who's the time of our Mishra who says that Nisan is, is, is for Regala, Rib Shimani? Rib Shimon. But Ema Seifa, let's say the Seifer, Blazer, Rib Shimon, I'm Blazer, Rib Shimon, say, Bechab, but Tishrei. That Maiser for animals is not the first day of El, it's for Tishrei. Ask the Gemara, Rasha, Besefa, Rib Shimon, are you going to tell me that our Mishra on that phase of Aleph? The first and last statements are that of Rabbi Shimon, Umitsiyasu Reb Meir, and the middle statement of Meiser Behema being El, that's going to be Reb Meir. We don't like that. We don't like when a Brisa is starting out with one opinion, moving on to another opinion, and then goes back to the original one. It's, it's very difficult uh, to understand why the Mishnah would write themselves in such a way. Um, Rabbi Yisip, Rabbi Yisip says, Rabbi, that Rabbi is really the one who wrote the whole Mishnah, but He's writing the opinions according to the ones that he agrees with. Regalim, when it comes to the laws of Regalim, the Yom Tevim, how much time you have to pay up. So there he agrees with Reb Shimon. Savalak Reb Shimon. Okay? And, and therefore the new year is going to start with Nisan. Ube Maiser Behema. And when it came to the laws of Maiser Behema, Savalak Reb Meir, he paskened like Rebbe Meir, that it's El. And, um, and then we go back to Rebbe Shimon. Okay? So as the Gemara says, I, Reb Shimon started, then Reb Meir, no, 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 relax. Rebbe wrote the whole thing. He's following different opinions. He's allowed to do that. We're only bothered when you have multiple authors, and you start with one, and you go back, and you switch, and then you keep moving around, like slow down, stop jumping. Everybody. But if one person is saying various halachas, that doesn't bother us. Says the if it's taka true, at the time of our Mishnah is Rebbe, so our ba. Uh, what do you mean that there's there's uh, four Rosh Hashanahs? Chamisha Havei. There's really five Rosh Hashanahs, according to Rebbe. Now, why, according to Rebbe, there's going to be five Rosh Hashanahs? Because he's agreeing with Rebbe Meir. You're going to have, again, what are the five Rosh Hashanahs? You're going to have the first uh, Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Chedesh Nisan, which is Rosh Hashanah for the Kaihane, for, for the uh, Malachim and the Regalim. You're going to also have um, Pesach, you're going to have Elul, and you're going to have Tishrei, and you're going to have uh, you're going to have Tubishvat. Okay, so uh, if we're taka following Shitas Rebbe and Rebbe's all of our Mishnah, why does it say why does the first word of our Masechta our Baal Rosh Hashanah's name? It's not true, according to him, according to a mayor who says that Meiser Behema Halacha is animals. So now we have a fifth New Year, and the Mishnah doesn't make any sense. And for the Gemara Amar Rava. Rava answers, here's, here's how you read the Mishnah. Everybody agrees there's four Rosh Hashanahs. Everybody agrees to that. The Rabbi Meir, Arba, and according to Rabbi Meir, you're also going to have four, not five. Why? Because Dal Regolim. He's going to say that Regolim, that Nisan being Rosh Hashanah for Regolim, is not counted. He does not agree with that. Okay? Why? Why? Because remember, uh, remember, what did Rav Meir say? When are you chayav 
if you don't pay up a pledge. After going through regalim? No. He said any one single regal, you're chayim. Right? According to the bin of Reb Meir, as soon as I pass by one yomtif, I'm chayim for not paying. So you can't say Pesach is the new year for regalim. It's not true. According to Reb Meir, that's a not true statement. So he's not going to agree with that being a new year. The Rabbi Shimon Arba, Rabbi Shimon also is going to have four, Dal Meiser Behema, because you can move Meiser Behema. Rabbi Shimon did not agree that Meiser Behema starts from Elul. He held that it starts from Tishrei, and Tishrei is already the regular Rashad. Rabbi Yitzhak says, I'll give you another answer. But we could, the way we could say is that it's not that there's four Rosh Hashanahs. Maybe we'll agree there's five Rosh Hashanahs. But even those five Rosh Hashanahs only fall out within four months. Because Nisan is going to have two. Nisan has Rosh Chodesh, Nisan is Rosh Hashanah. And Pesach is a Rosh Hashanah. For Regalim. Okay? So you could also say that when we say there's four Rosh Hashanahs, it means there's four months where you find Rosh Hashanahs. Nisan has two. Tishrei, Shvat, Elo. Fine. So you got four months. They say that's a challenging question. The 16th day of Nisa, and you start the new counting for the new crop of the Aymer. According to Rav, our mission should have said six. should have said five. In other words, this is just a basic question. According to this Bryce, there's more things and time periods that are called Rosh Hashanah. So if this is true, and the, our Mishnah left it out, we now have six Rosh Hashanahs, five or six, not four. To which the Gemara answers, no. Yeah, our Mishnah um, is talking about things that start as soon as that halachic day starts. Something that doesn't start with the day doesn't start. Okay, now why don't these things start by day? Because we know that the carbon Aymer was not was brought on the second day of Pesach. Okay? It wasn't the day that started it. It was the Aymer on the day. And the same thing is true with, uh, with Nisan. I'm sorry, with uh, the Shtei Halechem of Sivan. That the, it wasn't permitted to eat until the Shtei Halechem had been brought on the day, on, on Vav Sivan day. So anything, answers the Gemara, the things we list in our Mishnah to be Rosh Chaydesh are things that as soon as that day starts, which is at nighttime, Jewish days begin the night before, so as soon as nighttime hits, it's Rosh Hashanah. Your examples of Aymer and whatever, don't, uh, the Aymer and the Shtei Alechem, don't start immediately at night. They only start once something is done during the day. I have a Regalim, but Regalim don't start at night, and still they are counted. Okay. Um, now the reason why it doesn't start at night is because we're assuming the following. If I make a promise that I'm going to bring a carbon, you can't pass over the Yom Tovim. But on Yom Tov Day, can you bring it? Yeah. Yeah, you bring it Yom Tov Day. Because a carbon can be brought by day. A carbon is not allowed to be brought at night. So ask the Gemara, even Regalim is not capable of it being an issue at night. It's only a day issue. So why are we counting that? The Gemara says, nah, don't worry about it. It's not a question. 
it's because you already mechoyev previously. It's not like the night is starting your here for the day. The obligation already existed prior. Yoivel, it does not start at night. Okay, now Rashi says over here, the reason why it doesn't start at night is because the, all the halachas of Yoivel start when you blow shoifer on the 10th day of, uh, of, um, of uh, Yom Kippur. And therefore, you, um, uh, it's only done by day. And only one, it, the shoifer will be blown by day. And you're not high of doing anything until the shoifer is there as a reminder. So again, you see a situation uh, such as Yaivel, where the nighttime itself doesn't impact anything, and still we're, we are listing it. According to him, the shifer that we blow on the 10th day of Tishrei on Yom Kippur is only as a reminder that people must follow the laws of Yaivel. However, the laws of Yaivel already counted. The laws of Yaivel already went into effect. Rav Shishab Reidar Avidi says, Kika Chashem Mididlay Tali Maisar. Mish is dealing with things that come automatically with time. And we're not dealing with things that you need an action to do. Mididika Tali Maisar, like a Chashem. Anything I need to do, we don't count. So, for example, the carbon Aimer that needs to be brought, or the Shtayalechem that need to be brought, maybe they are, uh, they are Rosh Hashanahs, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about Rosh Hashanahs that come automatically as soon as the nighttime comes. These things are coming through in action. I have a Regalim Mididali Maisar, but Regalim is dependent on a Misa because it's only Yomtif and, and uh, you can only bring the other Karbonites once the Karbon HaTamid is brought. You need to bring Karbon HaTamid in order to allow yourself to bring the other Karbonites, Vikachashiv, and still we're counting it even though it's dependent on somebody's action, answers the Gemara, Balta Acher Memela Chayil. That no, Balta Acher, whether or not you brought your Karbon HaTamid, you're going to be Chayiv anyway. If you don't bring your animal in time, even if the carbon tumble was never, it doesn't matter. You, I couldn't bring it because the carbon tumble wasn't brought. We don't care. It passed by the required time. It's not happening. Says the Gemara, top of tomorrow's daf, chesam and aleph, very top line. Let's get uh, uh, to the two dots. But you have yoivel. And yoivel, we're assuming right now in the question that you only take on the halachas once you blow shoifer on the 10th day of Tishrei. Says the Gemara, same answer. No, that's not true. Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Yechem and Breka, says, you don't need to blow Shaifer for Hilchus Yevil to take effect. Hilchus Yevil takes effect as soon as, um, as soon as it's the new year, as soon as you hit Rosh Hashanah. Ravashi Yamar, Ravashi gives uh, another reason. Ravashi is the reason why we don't list in our Mishnah the Rosh Hashanah for the Omer, for the new crop, and the Rosh Hashanah for the Shteya that we're dealing with four Rosh Hashanahs that are in four months, okay? Because we're we're listing, um, we're, we're listing thing, we're, we're listing Rosh Hashanahs that fall out on Rosh Chodesh. The carbon Aimer is brought on the sixteenth day of the month, the sixteenth day of Tishrei. The Shtei Alechem is brought on the sixth day of Sivan. We're not listing Rosh Hashanahs that start in the middle of the month. Ah, he says the Gemara be'echad b'shvat kibei shamai. So then, um, if you're if you're makbid on the, it being the beginning of the month, it must be Artana's passing like be'shamai. Beautiful question, because be'shamai says the new year is the first day of Shvat. Be'sil says the new year is the fifteenth day of Shvat. According, if you're following the pin of Be'sil, then it's the fifteenth day of Shvat. We shouldn't be listing it. You only want to list new years that fall out on Rish Chodesh. Well, according to Be'sil, it's the fifteenth. It's not Rish Chodesh. 
Do we want our Tana to be following Beishamay and Apes Hill? Answers the Gemara, last step for today, Hachi Kamar, We're twisting ourselves into a pretzel here. There's three Rosh Hashanahs that everybody agrees when that is. The Echad Bishvat, about the first day of Shvat, that is Machoikas Beishamay U Beishil. What about the first day of Shvat? That's Machoikas between Beishamay and Beishil. That's why we list it. But the other times, the Shtei Halachem and the Karban Oimer, there's no opinion about those halachas that it should start on Rish Chaydesh. Everybody knows it takes place in the middle of the month, and that, and therefore we don't list such a scenario. We only list scenarios where at least there's an opinion telling us that the new year starts on Rish Chaydesh. Gavaldik, we'll hold it here for today, and tomorrow, pick up from the two dots, five lines from the top of Dav Chesom and Aleph. We're going to get into a beautiful, beautiful conversation, discussion concerning animals, and micering animals, what happens if an animal was pregnant uh, but didn't fully give birth, when it was ready to give birth and it was overdue. Yeah, we're going to get into a number of very interesting situations concerning, uh, uh, concerning birth of animals and, and all, the, all the halachas of micer. And Belshem will pick up from here tomorrow morning at 9.30 a.m. Uh, Gutevach.